from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We are just six days away from the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Saturday morning, 11 a.m., FAU Stadium, Western Kentucky and App State. Theo's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Spoiler alert, I think that myself and Theo are on the air Saturday morning here on ESPN 106.3 before the bowl game, but you should see it. Western Kentucky, they uh, finished as East Division champions in Conference USA. They have the best offense in the nation with the best quarterback in the nation in Bailey Zappi, App State. Uh, we know about them. They're the brand. They are, before there was Boise State, really sort of completely taken over as the top mid-major program uh there was app state making a case and app state uh beating michigan we know the story this year they finish uh as the runners up in the sun belt uh losing uh, to louisiana who then had their head coach go to louisiana so we're talking or to florida so we're talking some really good teams here roofclaim.com boca raton bowl 11 a.m Saturday at FAU Stadium for tickets, RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. That's RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. All right, Theo, let's, uh, I, I, I'm always fascinated by football fans and uh, how they want their coaches to conduct themselves. Do you want a cocky coach? Do you want a coach who's humble? Do you want a coach that uh, shows regret? Do you want a coach that... Blames it on the players, blames it on himself. How do you navigate? And especially when things are going poorly, when things are are bad. So let's start with the man that we've been talking about most of today so far and Urban Meyer. Yesterday, after the shutout loss to the Titans in a weekend where we learned that Urban Meyer is threatening staff members to defend their resumes to him in staff meetings and getting in public fights at practice with players. This was Urban Meyer when asked whether or not he was capable of coaching at the NFL level. It hasn't exactly uh, materialized the way I expected to to, uh, have the experience of winning games. You know, I I knew that this was somewhat of a build, but I also really believe that we have plenty of good enough players to go win games. I still believe that. That's why I get so disappointed sometimes with our coaching staff or myself because I think we can do better than we're doing. Those guys are playing their tails off. You get a couple scores on offense, you're right there, and we didn't do it. So what's the answer? Uh, start leaking information or some nonsense? No. No, that's nonsense. That's garbage. That's, uh, you know, that's once again, I've been very blessed. I've not really dealt with that. I've, I've not dealt with, well, did you hear what he said? What? No, let's improve on offense and get our quarterback in a position to be successful. That's our focus. What someone's brother said or someone said, someone said, that will that will occupy very little of my time. And if, if there is a source, that source is unemployed. I mean, within seconds, if there's some source that's doing it. So, starts out sad. Starts out, yeah, I thought I would do better into, we're, we're close. We're cl- the Jaguars aren't close. <laughs> they're two and eleven. They're not. They're not close. Yeah. There's nothing that you've seen from them over the last couple of weeks that would tell you, yeah, they're close. And that's on him because the offense is what's the worst part about the Jaguars. And then it goes into anger, into leaking, into they're fired right away. And I think that's more embarrassment 
than it is anything. I think Urban's embarrassed, right? He's embarrassed. And also the weirdest part about all of this is, like you said, the Jaguars were never meant to be good this year. Right. So if he wasn't having all of his antics happened around this, we would just be like, oh, the Jaguars, the Jaguars are, are working progress. It's going to be a project. Yeah. Exactly. He's the one screwing it up. You're, I mean, that <laughs> Not is perfectly the said. If they were 2-10 and 10 and Urban wasn't getting, uh, getting his junk grinded on yeah. or calling out assistant coaches or fighting players or bringing in Tebow, we wouldn't be having any of these conversations. Nothing. And just the, the, the sad desolate look as he shakes hands with Mike Vrabel. That was soft. He's going from, he's looking for sympathy into trying to acknowledge that he's failing and be transparent into defiance and anger. Like yeah. that That's the approach that Urban Meyer is taking right now. Then there's the approach that someone like uh, Joe Judge takes. The Giants are bad too. And Joe Judge might be on his way out. He's certainly on a sinking big blue ship at this moment. This is this is Joe Judge from a couple of, of weeks ago. Here's how he approaches bad moments with his Giants Titanic. We've got to go out there and we have to work and put, this up, put ourselves in a position that the fan base has something to cheer for. Okay? So, look, I take this very personally. All right? I'm, I'm a man of my word. When I look in the camera, I tell people of New York, New Jersey, you know, the fan base area, when I tell them, we're going to give you something to be proud of, I'm not asking you to be patient. That's not your job. I'm telling you, we're going to put something on the field you can be proud of. Okay, that's on my name. Okay, you understand that? That's on my name. All right? I'm the leader of this team. I'm in charge of this team. That's on me. I don't point fingers. I don't make excuses. All right? We're going to get this right. I'm not asking them to, you know, be patient through it. I'm just telling you point blank. I just told the players. I told the players, you just show up on Wednesday. What? Ready to go. See, he that's him. He's appealing to pride. Yeah. He's appealing to the fans, to the region. I know you demand excellence, and, and I said we're gonna do that. And it's on the coaches. It's on us. Mm. So he's trying to he's he's trying to needlessly put the entire thing on his coaches so that he can say that. We're we're responsible. Yeah, we're responsible for this. And he's trying to to fire up the fan base by saying, "I I I know what you're feeling right now." That's what he's doing. That's the way he approaches the sinking ship. I, I like that. You know what, Joe Judge? He's doing what he's doing is considered falling on his sword, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about it. He's protecting his coaches. He's protecting his players. He's falling on his sword. But guess what, Ken? When you fall on that sword, you die. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's, yeah, you're still getting fired. But you did it. <laughs> Admirably, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You, 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 uh, you, you're still dead. <laughs> yeah. you, the, the sword is still going through your liver. Yeah. It is still puncturing a major artery. You're bleeding out, but you're right. At least you went out with pride. That's admirable. And you're trying to rally the troops. Uh, then there is there's the, the sinking ship approach of, of, of Pete Carroll. A couple of weeks ago, Pete Carroll, uh, another frustrating loss for the, for the Seahawks. They finally righted some wrongs yesterday, but... A string of, of frustrating losses. The offense just can't get going. And Pete Carroll just, he couldn't stand, stand to be at the podium any longer. It really comes down to them being able to convert and us, us not. And so, it, it's, I'm sorry, it's not, not a different story. It's been the same story in and out of this, this whole season. And we've got to see if we can turn this thing. I, I'm, I'm really done. What was your... And then he just walks away from yeah. the podium. But, but don't, don't worry, he came back. He came back and he was able to to face the heat. 
know that you probably have some more questions. I don't know if I have any more answers for you, but I'll try my ass. I'll try. I'm just not any good at this. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not prepared for this. This is not this. I, I'm I'm struggling to uh, to do a good job of you know coaching when you when, when you get your butt kicked in, in week in and week out. I, I don't. I, you know, it's just it's new territory. So, um, and I'm competing is in every way I can think of, but um, I'm just unfamiliar with it. And, and so if I leave early or if I make a mistake, that's, that's um, you know, I'm not in I'm on my best game right here. So that's Pete Carroll tugging at the heartstrings, yeah. right? Like, I, I can't bear to be at the podium any longer. I, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. It hurts so bad, and I've never been in this territory. That's what he's doing. So we had Urban Meyer, who is sort of uh, listless, feel bad for me, and yeah. then getting into the press conference and, Oh, I acknowledge I'm not doing a great job right now. Oh, I'm going to fire the leaks. Then you had Joe Judge, who, like you said, falling on his sword. Uh, It's on us coaches to put him in a position to win, and I get it, Giants fans. We we want to do this for you. And then there's Pete Carroll, who's like, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Feel bad for me, right? Like, those are three different approaches to this whole thing. Pete Carroll just wants a hug. Yeah. Pete Carroll wants a hug. He's like, listen, Seahawks fans, we've been to the top. Yeah. And I, I know I'm failing, but but come on. Yeah. Come to my football bosom. Like that <laughs> that's what he's doing, okay? So he's trying to elicit sympathy here. And the fourth way that when you're the head coach of a sinking NFL ship is what we saw last night with Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears. Who pretty good first half last night. His team's been complete abject trash, and he's setting Justin Fields back eons in his first year as Bears quarterback. But if uh, you listen to the sideline report from Catherine Tappen, the sideline reporter for Sunday Night Football last night, she spoke with Matt Nagy, and uh, this is what Matt Nagy told her. Having so much fun. He's just having fun. He's just having fun. <laughs> like, team's bad. You're not going to the playoffs. Your quarterback's not developing. But you know what? It's fun. Come on, Bears fans, jump aboard. We're just having some fun. That's another way, I suppose, to approach that. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to just beat? He has sideline passes to all of the Bears football games. Of course he's having fun. It's fun, man. I don't know if he's doing any work down there. It doesn't look like it. But he's watching some good football on the other side. I mean, it is a hell of a lot of fun to uh, lose to Aaron Rodgers 25 times out of 28 games. That is fun as hell. I agree with Matt Nagy. That's fun. (laughs) That's good. That's fun. It's really, really, really strong stuff. So those are the four ways to approach your sinking ship. Your NFL team that is sinking into the earth, into the depths of hell, into the core of the earth, uh, with the iron and the ore, and you're dead. You're burning. You're done. Um, are, are you, Theo, preferring the Urban Meyer route of, I'm sad, I don't want to do this anymore, into, oh, man, I thought this was going to be easy, into, oh, I'm firing everybody, or the Joe Judge. Come on, Giants fans, I'm doing it for you. This is on us. Put our players in a position to succeed. The uh, Pete Carroll I, I just need a hug from you guys. I've never lost like this before. Or the Matt Nagy. Hell, man, kick your shoes off. Let's have some fun. Like, yeah, how, what approach are you taking? I'm rocking with Matt Nagy on this one. All right. You want to know why? If you're bad, just own it. See, yeah. It's fun. I'm just having fun out here, guys. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm not doing a good job. You know I'm not doing a good job, but you know what I'm doing? Having fun. Yeah. That's Gotta it. love it. You know what? It's sort of like the, hey, I'm getting divorced, and I've given up. I've given up on life. Who cares? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Cancun. I'm going to do some illegal stuff, and you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Things are falling <laughs> apart around me. The entire house is burning, but you know what? We're just having some fun, we're man. Fun. We're just having some fun. He's a fun guy. You know what? I kind of, I, I'm with you on that. If things are going terrible, you might as well laugh at it. Take another shot, you know, uh, <laughs> head to another strip club, and yeah. hey, it's fun. We're having a good time. We're all having a good time now. Yeah. There's yeah. smiles. Matt Nagy, that could not be done soon enough. <laughs> Holy hell. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. You see him 
throughout the course of the week on those television properties. When we return, Theo is the ultimate troll. He FaceTimes his friends when their fantasy teams are losing or their favorite NFL team is failing on a Sunday or select Thursdays or Monday nights. And he has his temple of troll. Who is he setting his sights on when we return? Well, you'll find out. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. We are just a couple of moments away from the Temple of Troll, Theo Dorsey. He is going to preach once again, as he does every Monday here on ESPN 106.3. But before that, our coolest moment of the week brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week happened yesterday. Justin Simmons, the Martin County product, the Denver Broncos safety, the Pro Bowl safety, uh, an interception yesterday uh, in the Broncos blowout of the Lions. And what does Justin Simmons do? He goes to the 88, the Demarius Thomas logo that they had painted on the sideline there uh, in Denver and place the ball there to recognize uh, the Pro Bowl wide receiver who died at age 33 last week. Uh, just a tragic, tragic death. One of those that makes you question things, you know. Yeah. Uh, but to see Justin Simmons do that and the tribute, that for me was the coolest moment of the week. One, because it's just an outstanding uh, and emotional gesture. But two, Justin Simmons is just that sort of human being as well. And that is the EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week. EDS Air Conditioning they've been doing it since 2006 family owned and operated and like i've been telling you the last couple of weeks there is nothing worse than your family coming from up north heading down here to south florida thinking oh this is going to be great warm weather for the holidays and then your ac dies and then your family is angry and then it's uncomfortable you're sweating you can't sleep it's a disaster it's a complete mess and you're that relative right nobody wants to be that relative and that is why if you're concerned about your AC or you think that, uh-oh, things are not trending in the right direction there, don't forget where you live. It is in the 80s today. It's going to be the 80s throughout Christmas. You need the AC. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is, yes, family-owned and operated, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Ken, what does that mean? That means they're using the best equipment. That means you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done right. And at EDS Air Conditioning, they are trying to make sure that their appointment windows are scheduled around you, especially this holiday season. They're going to get out there. They're going to get the job done. That's EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. Don't be that relative. Make sure to get at EDS and make sure your AC and plumbing needs are all taken care of. All right, Theo, Temple of Troll, who are we focusing on or what are we focusing on? Well, you know, today this one's personal. I know everybody's wrapping up their fantasy football Uh regular seasons, and I thought it would be great because I was getting some trash talk from one side to get real personal today and, and throw some hate. Monday Night Football is tonight. Yes. Christian Kirk is on the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. There's one person in my league, Cameron Wolf of NFL Network. Okay. Some of y'all might know him. He does all of the NFL stuff. He's a genius, right? Does good work, but he's the enemy tonight. He's the like. enemy tonight. Okay. He's in ninth place. Only eight teams make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk needs to score 13 points to keep him out of the playoffs. His team's name is Fear the Wolf. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping tonight is all about fearing Christian Kirk. I want Christian Kirk to score three touchdowns tonight. I'll FaceTime Cam during all of them. And we're going to have a ball because I'm not fearing the wolf. And you know what he did? You know what he did right before uh, uh-huh. last night? 
He texts the group chat because all week, all year, he's been talking trash. Uh-huh. He's the genius, right? Talking NFL trash Network. for ninth. Well, he he was he was ahead. He's been on the slide, right? Uh-huh. He sends a message to the group. Hey guys, what's the playoff tiebreaker for two teams with the same record? Is it head to now? He's looking for points, deal breakers. He's trying to figure out any way to back way into to the get playoffs. In. Yep, yep. And I want Christian Kirk to end them. So this is more of a precursor to what the Temple of Troll will be like tonight on Monday Night Football. So when y'all watch Christian Kirk score touchdowns tonight, just know that the great Cameron Wolf is going to be outside of the playoffs looking in, and there's no fear in the Wolf tonight. I like Cameron Wolf uh, kind of talking trash and looking at how he can get into the postseason. That's like as bad a trash talking as the Raiders yesterday jumping all over the Chiefs logo oh, yeah. before the game. Or Robert Quinn of the Bears, discount double check on Aaron Rodgers, and then Aaron Rodgers proceeded to obliterate the, the Bears. The pride comes before the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The pride That's what they say. All right, so we're a pro-Christian Kirk radio show today. <laughs> That's right. We're right. pro-Christian Kirk. All right, I'm going with my man, Theo. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. Uh, catch him all throughout the week and into the weekend on WPTV and WFLX. Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz. Thank you, sir. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Bye now.